Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or Zepbound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet PlushCare, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Be brave, Tonya. Be brave. Tonya, be brave, boy, in Tell this time me. of trouble. In these trying times. In these trying times of sadness and pain. Of sadness. Um, I just need to talk about the girl from Plainville. Okay. I'm so behind. Oh, never mind. Okay. We'll have to circle back. I have to say, though, after watching this latest one, that I'm kind of... I knew it. I knew it. Not not fully team... You're what? Team Michelle? No, I'm not not team Michelle, but I'm more hmm. empathetic to her. Mm Mm-hmm. Because Conrad was... Yeah, Conrad was a... He was... He was, no, I mean, God he rest his, his soul. He had his own problems, and he was a he was a very troubled person. But hurt people, hurt people, and that's all I'll say. And I love being I, I love know. being right. I won't spoil anything, but there's a moment where you really see that he was like. Did you watch the HBO doc? Yeah. Oh, okay. He was like emo- he was like verbally and emotionally abusive to her. Yeah. I mean, they covered all of that in the doc. No, but I know, but there's then a scene- you change your you change your mind so well, fast and went back to being so anti Michelle. I'm not. I I mean, I I'm anti her being like stay in the car. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously. No, don't go. It's like that. No, get back but- in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. Uh, uh-uh, back in. Come on. Come on. Good, good, good. Okay. Close the door. Bye. Good. Bye. (laughs) They really, like, they really, I mean, again, it's not, nothing you didn't know, but there's that scene in the latest episode when her friends testify, the girls that she was quote unquote friends with, and then they read all the texts she sent to them, and it's just humiliating. Like, and her parents just look at each other at one moment because they're just like, oh my God, our daughter is so sad. I know she's like, a, just a she's a sad girl she's a sad high school girl 
There are so many of them. Yeah. And they like just didn't care about her, which, but I like don't blame them. She was really annoying. (laughs) Sometimes you're just a freak on the leash and you find your way later in life. And that might've been her journey. But they do really in this more so than the documentary, because I think this has more of a bias, but the prosecution, you understand really how much they were trying to frame it that she was trying to get the attention of these two girls. Mm -hmm. And like when they weren't answering her, she was, that's when she went into like, all right, Conrad, we got to do this, you know? Yeah. And I think that's kind of a very easy way to like boil. That's like a very oversimplification of like what really happened. But yeah, for prosecution purposes that tracks and I think there were elements sense. of that though yeah I think, but I, I mean she, I think it's I don't a think long it's, yeah, it's a yeah, long yeah. long process that got to that tragic outcome speaking of other long tragic we are in the court it's court season Q2 is all about a court. trial this Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial I have to say like I'm we know how we all know how you and I both feel about these two idiots. This duo. This, this, this dynamic duo. duo. The gruesome twosome. They are the gruesomest but twosome. They're, it's, I have to say, and like the YouTube was really trying to get me to watch it. And I was like trying to, and then now I'm watching. I'm watching. First between. I was just like reading articles and then I realized, oh, you can watch this like whole thing live. And today is basically a lost day because all I did from like the moment that I like came home from working out yeah was tune into this trial it well, is one of the most fascinating things i've ever seen well as someone who i'm now the recipient of a semi full-time job i've been <laughs> i was that really cuts into your trial time i know that, I, that's the real My, now you see the dark side know, of, of working full time of working mm-hmm. is you have no time to watch trials i was able i i I was able to like squeeze in like a half hour of viewing mm. today. Um, what part did you tune in for? John, no, Jonathan uh, Depp. <laughs> I think he was describing. I, I tuned out right before I think the thing that you described to me, but it was he was describing <laughs> when they were at the island, quote unquote, the island, which always sounds really. I love what they call it the island. And That's Amber, like his house and. He bought an island for three point something million oh, dollars yeah. in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Bahamas. Like, yeah. I was gonna say Hawaii, but then Bahamas. Yeah. Um, and she like threw. He set up an easel. He goes, "I set up a painting easel for her so she could paint on the deck." He loves when people he loves paint. Yeah. He just wants people to, that he loves to have the freedom to paint, and, and I respect that. She like threw. <laughs> she like basically I think she threw like the easel at his head or something while his daughter and her boyfriend and her his son were a hundred feet I don't mean to laugh no, it's, it, it's, it's not it's, it's horrifying it's, it's domestic. not funny and I do not think abuse is funny but this situation it's, it's truly no, it's just, like I'm just imagining it's beyond messy it's beyond messy like it's I hate using that word. I, this like, is true messy. But this is messy. I miss that. I miss that part. And then I tuned in. She like threw. A, she was always throwing stuff at him. Like I like that in he the just face. stayed with her. I mean, I guess that's like how that yeah. relationship dynamic often works out. But like she had power. She had. 
She ran the show. Oh, she ran that shit. I know. And until I saw- she just like couldn't run. It. She ran it until she basically left. But I tuned in for him talking about like I guess the last fight that they had before they filed for divorce was like he she was mad because he was late to her 30th birthday party oh I watched that okay yeah. that was that's when he was like sorry to interrupt but he was like <laughs> well I spent all day with the m- multiple attorneys we spent they were talking about his like financial ruin. Yeah, basically in. being like you've spent like ten k a month or more on wine for thirty years. And he goes, and then, <laughs> and then, but then he goes, you're broke. And he goes, but <laughs> he goes, he goes, we we all split, but between five and <laughs> between five and six of us, we all split a bottle of wine. I'm like, oh my god, like you're whining while you're like talking about how you have literally lo- blown no. through 600 million dollars if you love wine enough to spend tens of thousands of dollars on wine every month you better believe you're you're drinking wine around the clock you cannot he is a wine he is a wino, wino. Like, and i kind of love that about him yeah he, just, he loves a glass of red <laughs> he's wine like, but a he, fine glass of red but when, the details he's bringing up it's so they're so like why are you telling it? like it's he like he loves a slow answer and goes, telling you a million <laughs> details that you didn't ask for and he is actor. giving the yeah he he's is giving the, the performance of a lifetime he's setting he's doing maison song someone and- described this alex otter on instagram described this as like a postmodern play and it really is no he's giving our town at a regional theater it's like, incredible. It's I've never seen anything man. like this. I wish that he would testify forever. Forever. I would tune in every day. I know. I hope this this maybe He should do like a one man show that's just called like Testify, where I know a lawyer asks him questions. I would want to and hear he has Johnny... to free form answer them. My my biggest takeaways are yeah, that really haunted me that they he split a bottle of wine with his attorneys to discuss that he's literally I mean, I think at one point he was worth like eight hundred million dollars or something. I think at this highest point six hundred twenty five million. I mean that's crazy and then was like teetering on financial ruin that's probably what this that is what this meeting was about but amber was also turning 30 and he was late to her birthday amber was and he and she made him pay for that (laughs) she was he was frantically texting her all day like i you know i'm i'm on my way like i'm really discussing like a very serious matter that you're not helping with and (laughs) like this is for my family's well-being, the future of my children. Like, please, I'll, I will be there as soon as I can. Mm-hmm. And she went, could you pick up a bottle of wine and some weed? Oh, oh I went, missed that. He went, yes, I will. And I said, well, yes, I will pick it up. <laughs> okay, now you... So, and, then, so then he tells this incredibly tense, scary story of, like, her and him, she and him sitting at the dinner table. All her friends are there, and she is... Talking, talking, holding court, and then every so often will whisper in his <laughs> ear that she hates him and that, like, he ruined her. How dare you do this to me on my birthday? And, like, you ruined everything. Like, but then turning again and being like, hey, like, just bell of the ball, like, in an instant. And he's like, so he's sitting next to her as she's basically <laughs> turning to him and going, how dare you do Like, fucking psychotic person. 
I'm sorry. Eight. No, it's a crazy. Okay, so then. So then <laughs> the, he gets through the harrowing dinner, and this is right when I turn tuned in, and he like describes them going home, and <clears throat> he was like, she was just like going off at him, like blah blah blah, like being like you fat old loser, like blah, and like berating him. He was like. And she continued to berate me and say things to me until I said, okay, I've had enough. I will, I'm going to go lay down. And I laid in the bed. He was like laying in bed reading. Yeah. And then she came into bed and then she just kept like going off at him. Then he wasn't really like responsive to anything she was saying. Cause I think he just fugues when you rage. And by the way, she and I are one day apart birthday. Well, (laughs) Taurus is scary. Taurus. Um, so he was just like sitting there, like laying in bed. And then she got out of bed, came over to his side, started like hitting him in the face. Then he said he grabbed her by the shoulders and set her down on the bed. And he said, do not follow me. Like, I'm leaving. And he went to go, like, pack things up. And then she followed him and, like, trapped him in the doorway. And then he was, like, she's screaming, yelling. He's, like, "What are, do you want to hit me again? Like, what do you want to do? And then she punched him twice in the face. And then Holy he shit. sat her down on the bed again. He said, I'm leaving. And that's when he left and like left the building downtown that they were living at. And like mo- he was moved into the house. And the lawyer's like, which house? He goes, the house on sweets. <laughs> they talk about the house on sweets. I, I know. I'm like, you're right there. The house on sweets are so haunting. It's so haunting. So then An he said, and then he was like, they're like, so when did you see her next? And it wasn't a while. He was like, well, the next day she uh, and some friends went off to go to Coachella. And um, that is a music festival where many artists gather. And like explained what Coachella is to this courtroom. 1999 was the first year of Coachella. It was brought on by... He truly (laughs) monologues in such a way. And then he's like went to Coachella and then he was like gonna go back to that building and he goes pick up some cherished objects from Brando Wells people I love families members seemed like a good time to go get them and he asked like his bodyguard pick up a bottle of Bordeaux get my my precious Beaujolais. <laughs> <laughs> and he asked his bodyguard, I guess he was like, let's go over here. Like, let's get my shit. And the guy was like, it's not a good time. And he was like, why? And then they sent him a picture of <laughs> Amber allegedly took a shit. I remember this picture too. Took a shit on his side of the bed. So then he didn't go over to get his stuff. But in my head, I'm thinking... This woman, she went to Coachella. this woman, she turned 30, had like a 30th fucking birthday party, beat the shit out of her movie star husband. He left. She took a dump in their marital bed and then went to fucking Coachella. And I was like, and like probably rolled. <laughs> You're iconic for that. Oh, no, <laughs> I, That's a joke, obviously. Yeah. But like, no, it's it's all like horrifying. But it's just, I'm sorry, the way he delivers it, it's just like you can't help but be like, wait, 
what? And I think he's even in awe too. I mean, he I take things with a grain of salt because I'm like, this is an actor and these are two actors. So there's, it's very blurred no, totally. lines. He's but- also laugh. He's, a few times he like has to he's like laughing at himself. So they, they met up again one time. She like asked him to come over and then he was explaining that she basically tried to like say that it wasn't her that shit in the bed and it was their dogs with their dogs are like two tiny Yorkies and he was like I've picked up their feces fun and I know what it looks like. And this was not that. Oh, God. And it, was a, it was a human turd. It was she, like wine shit. And I'm telling you, there is a certain type of person. I've only heard of I've only heard of women doing this shit retaliation. But I'm sure men have done it I'm sure too. Sure some gays have done it. Yeah. Like it's I'm I bet <laughs> please write in if you're a man and you've done it. Like yeah. equality. But like I've <laughs> I've only heard of one story of another woman that shit on someone's laptop as revenge, but I'm like, what a message! I mean, that is. He was. I needed to tell her. I don't think I deserve to be treated like that. <laughs> you don't. Of course you don't. But also, like, there's something, and I think I. A lot of it is like projection because my dad was in like an incredibly toxic marriage with a much, much younger, volatile, hot, blonde woman. And they would get in this level of fights with each other. Nothing that ever turned like truly violent, like no fingers were severed or anything. Were they married? They were married very briefly, but together a really long time. And like he... Johnny Depp just reminds me so much of how my dad would like answer questions. And I'm like, I see the type of man that like gets himself into this situation with like a woman that he can't resist, but is also really passive. So like is not like a fighter, but if you needle and push enough and push enough and push enough, you can get someone to like fight you or like rise to the occasion so I understand. And also when he was talking, he kind of talks about like his daughter and like how she had written Amber like a note or an email that had said like she doesn't want to spend time with her anymore and didn't like the relationship. And I was just like, what did Amber say to that? Nothing. She's just sitting there like stone faced, like in no, her when, thing. In the, did she respond? They, the I don't think they would let him say, or they didn't get into like what the response was. Yeah, I, there, I have to say, like, I'm not like, I mean, I've enjoyed his movies. Like, he's fun to watch. Up I'm, until like the tourist, I think he was like, yeah, okay. or Mordecai. Mordecai mm. era is what I knew, but wasn't I, Gwyneth and Mordecai? And we Olivia don't Mon. speak. We don't speak. And Olivia Munn. No, you better not. The mustache. Nope. I remember that that there was this one poster up in New York for years. Oh my god. I was in New York. Mordecai era was like an era that I was in New York a lot. Mordecai era New York City was a another era and that wasn't the era that was like Mordecai era was also the dawn of for loco like those two things converged and were one mordecai era like just the this poster a subway poster like on the stairwell leading down into the eighth eighth avenue l train stop or the whatever <laughs> and i just remember seeing the the olivia mon and just being like it's still there like 2013 to 2014 it's still there 
and it never went away. I have to say, like, watching him, I'm like, oh, he he's a star. Like, you get why he's, like, he's there's something very appealing about him. Yeah, I'm like, I want to hang. I mean, I don't, I don't want to hang because I, I would. I'm like, you got to talk faster. Yeah, but there's something. I, and look, I, I, I believe that he also like did bad shit to. It Amber takes two too. to tango. I think he was abusive to her too, and I think they were abusive to each other. And I don't. I think both of them are guilty of doing stuff. I think she's more overtly, it seems like, wearing her toxicity and abuse on her sleeve, if you will. And I think his was maybe more insidious but what i'm seeing watching him is like i understand why he has such an appeal Mm -hmm. there's something and i think like he has so many ravenous fans a lot of them like women and i think there's something about him that's like i can fix him or like like there's like there's something alluring and feels very like warm and thoughtful yeah or just like just kind of like like he cares brood. a lot. Yeah, like brooding sad boy with who set up an easel for you to paint, you know, and like I think he and so I I understand too, like what you're I understand how someone like that could attract someone like Amber mm-hmm. who's allegedly obsessively ob- ob- like a more fiery controlling person <laughs> narcissist i mean i think they're both incredibly narcissistic yeah to the nth degree and it's like a it's meeting together it's just a fucking nuclear bomb of narcissism and just like the two polar opposite kinds of narcissists a covert narcissist and a ah, narcissist yeah and it's just like i think it's like that's my read. Yeah. My read is that they met, they were both super hot and attracted to each other. And from her perspective, it's like she's still like early on in her career. And then she meets one of the biggest movie stars in the world and they have great chemistry and it's like very, very exciting. And he meets her and she's so beautiful and has all this promise and is also like fun and exciting. And once you kind of flame out on that, it's like for her, she's left with, oh, this person that I thought was like so sexy and like one of the hottest guys ever to exist and like so accomplished and probably has all these things that she hopes to achieve in her career in life, then kind of realizes like, oh, this guy is like a drunk and like a drug addict who just is going to do whatever he wants to do. That's another thing. And that's like really fucking annoying. And I understand being really irritated at that. And like, I don't think she, (laughs) I don't think she handled it in the right way, but like, I get it. Like why you would be like so fucking frustrated and pissed if your boyfriend is just sitting around passing out with like ice cream in his lap and like go to Alan on hun. Yeah. But also it's like, okay, well then you got to leave him, but then your lifestyle and like clout in the world has and career has likely improved tenfold since like being with this person. So yeah, I think there was it a would lot be of hard to like lose that those perks and then for him it's like 
you think you have like this younger hot arm candy like exciting girl who's like ride or die for you but it's she shits in your bed yeah she you make her really mad because you want to do things your way and there's probably not a lot of compromise you almost think someone at that level of fame should just don't be married yeah i mean just like have have friends and mm -hmm. like just be lovers yeah or just or just like i mean there that's also like don't but date each other seriously yeah or like enmesh your lives to that level like enjoy it for what it is but then also move on hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. The weather is getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm trying to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found quince. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. 
The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I'm planning a trip to Italy this summer, and I'm trying to stock up on lots of linen wear for the hot Italian days. And Quince is a great option for linen dresses, pants. Their styles are really comparable with other brands that cost two to three times more. So I'm perusing Quince and having myself a little bit of a shopping spree. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash sexy unique for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash sexy unique to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash sexy unique. I'm sure there's a thing where they're addicted to each other and addicted to the drama of the relationship. Clearly they're doing this. They're still... Like, I'm this sorry, is this like is... foreplay kind yeah, of. Yeah, this is like they're into... Like, this is them being like exhibitionists together and like yeah if you really want to get away from someone you wouldn't do this and i don't think he does she even have 50 million dollars he's suing her for 50 million dollars and she's counter suing him for a hundred million dollars so i'm like neither of you have this money so you're literally just like playing all this shit out which is fast like i will continue to watch and like actively participate but I'm also like, this makes you both look so fucking psychotic. It it's not going to. But it also is like an incredible glimpse into the psyche of two celebrities because you just realize like these people are so unhappy and have all their own insecurities. Yeah. It pulls back the curtain on like the secretive glamour. And Johnny Depp truly is one of the last true blue movie stars of our era. And for this to be like the final curtain call is just like it's dark. It's dark, but also like culturally it's a moment. Yeah. I agree. And it's like it's like, oh, I don't want to know. It's stuff that we don't want to know. Like that's the that you realize like the power of mystique and that kind of star like you don't want to you you want to know these things but like you also i don't want to know about their lame sounding like i want to know hanger-ons i like I the mundane the mundane mundanity mundanity but i it. but i do think that it reduces it reduces your mass stardom when people know more about you I think like this, these kind of details, I yeah. think, and no, I think, I think it, the it, best... it sort of reduces, it's like Beyonce does such a good job at being a celebrity because she doesn't reveal anything about herself mm-hmm. or she like gives us breadcrumbs, but like, that's why she's so has that like deity kind of vibe going on because she doesn't give us much, but that ability to do that, I think is going away somewhat because now you really have to be you just have to be out there constantly or like have your social media team and like be a presence in the world and Beyonce is also like part kind of like an of a yesteryear era like she was established before 
like the dawn of social media and Gen Z. So she kind of like, which she still participates in all of it, but it's like, it's like a run by a team or whatever. Like you can tell it's like not her, but it is reflective of her. But like the, no one is really that mysterious anymore, but that's like celebrity is just changing because it's also like, no one is just a movie star anymore. Like you're doing movies, you're doing TV, you have an album, you have like a line, you have reality TV. Yeah. Like Johnny Amber basically giving us, this is the best reality TV show I've ever seen. It's they're giving us reality TV. When does she go up to testify? She must go up soon. He finished. (sighs) Well, his lawyer was questioning him and then her lawyer got up to question him and I could tell what the like approach was going to be. Cause her lawyer's like a pompous, like dude that was playing like asshole lawyer really well. Johnny, didn't Johnny like did not like him. He would be like, yes, for the third time that the answer is yes. As I said three times before, but like he doesn't get riled up, but you can tell that his feathers are a little ruffled. And I think this lawyer was trying to like, make him mad or get like frustrated on the stand but he's and i think that's also he doesn't get like that which if you're a hothead and you're like amber's my a sexy fucking bombshell that you want to just get crazy with someone if they don't meet you at your level it makes you even fucking crazier like and dig your heels and more and you want to like smack them up so they fucking react amber um, Amber, please. <laughs> I'm. Well, I wonder what her. Well, we're gonna see it all. Like she too is gonna. No, I just. I wonder. Isn't if... Elon Musk gonna go and testify? Her baby daddy. More trials, <laughs> please, celebrities, her please. I obviously don't wish for anyone to get like be like fucking people up or anything like that. But I need. But I do also. I live for a messy bitch with their just like messiness spilling out and if celebrity trial yeah celebrity trials are where it's at now i think that they're televising it because they know well he this is the only way i mean he basically said like her lawyer's trying to prove that he never contested or tried to say speak out against her when she filed the restraining order on him for domestic abuse, like two years before she wrote that op-ed. And then when they co-released a statement around the time of their divorce, that like no one has ever said anything for like money or career to like further their career. Her lawyer's trying to be like, well, you never did this and you signed this document. So like it basically anything else is moot. Like it doesn't matter if she wrote this or not, but which I understand is like an argument, but at the same time, I mean, he basically said he was like, and I think he did destroy, have a hand, huge hand in destroying his own career. But like, he basically did say like, as soon as she goes into the courtroom and the day that she says like, he's like a paints him to be this like alcoholic drug addict, like woman beater, his whole career is gone and will never be the same. And it's like a mar on his like entire career, which is true to some extent. She did it on on his daughter's birthday. On his daughter's birthday. I mean, it's calculated, but it's also really funny to see a guy get played so fucking hard like that. And men, she's just like a 
men just don't straight men just because she's hot and they just fall for you can really bamboozle them if you set your mind to it i mean she was also like kind of living as like a power queer before yeah like she's she's been with a lot of women and like i think other queer women like she's so she's i mean she she was living kind of like a new york downtown life before she got famous i think Mm -hmm. and now she's sort of back to it i guess we're living in london with eve barlow no she has a girlfriend or a wife i think she's remarried and has like a baby with a woman a woman yeah she's back to being a lesbian well maybe she was maybe she bisexual 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 queen but yeah i'm just like i can't believe they're letting it all they won't let it go i guess you you have nothing left to lose at this point i mean it's gonna make him famous again yeah i wonder i guess he could get acting jobs like i'm intrigued I'm not going to go see like... he takes like the Nicolas Cage route and just yeah. does like... He needs to get away from like Disney movies or whatever. Nicolas and, Cage like... was able to pay off all his debt by doing all those shit ass movies. And he's like, I regret nothing. And I'm like, hell yeah. And now he's in a new movie coming out where he plays himself that apparently has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. And Pig was so good. Yeah, he's a... I mean, he's an... He's incredible. He's an but like, actor. I want, I want that for Yoni too because I don't know. I want him to win. Maybe that's what's sober. wrong. Yeah. Hopefully he is sober. I don't know. Anyway, he speaking loves of his wine. Wait, there's a, one more trial too, what? though. Black China, which I'm sure the Kardashians are so happy that Amber and Johnny are really taking center stage. But like Black China right now is suing the Kardashians, Chris, Chloe, and Kim, saying that they conspired to get her reality show with Rob canceled and she's suing them for 108 million oh and kylie a hundred million a hundred and eight million dollars she i guess she was making ninety two thousand dollars an episode for those first seven episodes so i guess if she had gotten like 10 seasons or whatever i didn't do math damn but like that's playing out too but sadly not on tv uh, that would that whole situation is it's dark, dark. I, like the and her relationship with rob is like Ugh. so dark that was twisted but also like salacious soap opera and she it was kind of like she did what she had to do yeah i mean work yeah. the girlies are working i support a sometimes the Kardashian, though, if anyone if anyone deserves to get a little scammed it's the kardashians so. oh yeah also <laughs> it's like between the four of them i think you can afford to throw her a hundred mil yeah she also has like a grand like that's your niece or granddaughter and you know what i mean like i know i wonder if they're gonna settle well no jury selection so a jury's gonna decide damn i really wish that was like on tv how do you even choose like an impartial juror? You how do you even Just do choose that? The, choose the most like you need to you need to choose like a ground dweller who literally has like hasn't They've, seen the light of day in years. They'll, they'll accept. They they'll need fight. Johnny to be a juror. Johnny, he doesn't know who the Kardashians are. I doubt are. that he knows. Johnny he, doesn't know he about thought, COVID. Johnny Depp took the stand <laughs> and thought like 
this whole room does not know what Coachella is, so I will be the one to explain it to them. We well, kept going. He he went about two years ago, 2018. I was like, maybe are you living in 2020? I think he knows what year it is. He doesn't know it's COVID. <laughs> he doesn't know about the war. Well, his mind's been on other stuff. Ms. Heard really threw him for a loop. They played a recording, too, of her just, like, being so... Like, I've listened to she, some of those Like, tapes. whispering. It's like, she would just whisper. It's so abusive. Like, she's just so abusive. She was, like, him. in Lord of the Rings, that, like, parcel tongue guy who just was, like, always in the king's ear poisoning him. Always. Like, even she... Like, would even lower her voice where you couldn't even tell on a recording what she's saying. And then she's just whispering. Like, yeah, because she probably knew she was being recorded. Satanic things to him. It's crazy. Anyways. <laughs> just a Texas bisexual I hope this, Texas I want this queen. trial to never end. I think they gave it to us. as, But also, I think the government was like, you Give, know what? Distract them. <laughs> distract them. <laughs> yeah. From what's coming. From what is happening or what's like afoot. A because foot. I'm fully distracted right now. I'm now convinced that everything is to distract us from climate apocalypse. And I'm just like, I could see this. Climate apocalypse will happen so slowly. It's like a frog in boiling water. Yeah. Like, but I wouldn't I, worry about it no, day to day. I'm, I'm making a joke. Yeah. The distracting us from 5G. <laughs> anyway, speaking of other dysfunction, I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy, Sexy Unique, Unique Podcast. Podcast. Midwives. <laughs> we'll just call it Midwives. Midwives. Yeah, I guess it is Midwives now. Mib- okay. Midwives. midwives. This is a, this is the most iconic episode of maybe the whole series. I one of them. Very few things ping my like this is really unethical. This was G spot, but this did it. It takes a lot. And I was like, when Renee has her whole thing, I was like, your sister is standing right. Like I was like, bitch. If get my her sister, out of here. <laughs> you need to call cut. She let her. First of all, her father, her also her father as well is being hauled off in the paddy wagon. And she's letting her sister just cry on the kitchen floor as she's just. Well, she's like mad at her dad. Roll the tapes. Who, the sister? Yeah. Wasn't he like not talking to both of them? So her sister's like, whatever, I'm going to bank off of this. Episode 11. I can't believe like how fast this season is flying by when seemingly really nothing has happened up until this point. Mm -hmm. The ladies have just dined. Carla and Drita hit the meatpacking. For a night out. For a night out because Drita's single now. (laughs) Carla goes, I want to shoot it like a Roman shot girl or Russian shot girl. I love that. But when they start taking shots, Drita, by the way, is blackout. She Mm -hmm. looks so good. There's she's, lasers. This place looked fun. She's dancing I was with remembering the, my days of New York, going out to the club in the meatpacking district. She's dancing with a hot guy who looks like Julian Casablanca's. That guy was hot. And she, she's also... But her flirting, she has zero game. Like... It's and, endearing. It's endearing. She just, you just see her punching another guy, and, the, and she's got a little... She's, She's a little amber in her. <laughs> and she just punches this guy in the shoulder. You just see him go. Ow. Yeah, he was really genuinely hurt. 
she this is how the she Julian flirts. with the Julian Casablancas guy who's hot was like they need to like yeah. or like be together they would be a very attractive couple she is dance with me all night just don't touch me inappropriately I get violent and he was like Ooh. but he probably loved it he I think everyone was a little bit well, and then yeah. she's punching like this random bro. And he's like, ow. He's like, ow, my God. And then this, she... She spots some guy in the crowd. I love them. They have eyeballs and they can tell immediately if a guy's from Staten Island. She goes, I know that guy. He knows Lee. And then he goes up to her and he goes, do you remember me? And the way he's saying it is so creepy. I am. He was like, years ago. Years ago. And like, she's like, oh long? my God. She's 38. An associate of Lee's. She goes, tell him, big, big slapjack. <laughs> McDaniels. Mazziano <laughs> says hi from Yonkers. And then she goes, well, I'm going to finish this drink and get out of here. Because as soon as like Lee's going to know that she was at the club, like by the time she gets home that night. I think he has people following her. He probably does. He's got eyes on her. But also, this is their dance. Oh, yeah. All these women have their own they dances all have of it. death with their men. Big Ange is at lunch with, or dinner with Karen and Ramona. Espresso martinis with Big Ange. She goes, my uncle is like a bulldog. <laughs> Sally. And then Karen goes, why did they call him Sally Dogs? And she goes, because he, like, he was like a bulldog. Your uncle was close with Karen's dad and Ramona's dad. Ramona's grandfather. Ramona's grandfather. And Karen, the the light that comes on when these women talk about the the golden days, it's like they're they're ecstatic. It's agony and ecstasy. Karen's eyes are like wide. Biggest sauces, and she goes, "Remember, we could get concert tickets to any concert we wanted to go to." And Ramona goes, "And limos." And Ange goes, those days are never coming back. Those days, she goes to Karen. She goes, your dad could have hurt me and he never did. And I love that about him. And Karen goes, I know. I know. I'm like, what? This is insane. Your dad, the murderer, could have fucking killed you along with like the 20 other people that he was. We found out that Big Ange got arrested. She was, she's a convict. And you find out that she was drug dealing cocaine. Listen to me. I'm a convict. I'm a convict. Her BFF, her best girlie in the world, ratted her out and had a wire on her and took her down for her drug ring that she had. My girlfriend betrayed me. I was friends with that rat bastard. Rat bastard. And she, she goes, taped Ange in the bathroom peeing and talking about drugs. Mm-hmm. And then she, she was She had a wire on in the bathroom with me peeing. So sick. Ew. She goes, so this, that sounds of me peeing on the tapes. <laughs> a violation. And big Justice Ange- for Angela. Honestly, what if someone wiretapped you? But here's the thing about Big Ange: she never ratted anyone out. Of course not. She went. She took her. She took her beaten, her spiritual beaten, and you know. But she never went. She never crossed that line. The mob wives have taught me a lot never about rat. ratting, and I will never. I will never rat out someone. Except I did in high school. Well, it was a different era. It was oh. a different setting. Jocelyn? Mm-hmm. Queen? <laughs> My queen. My friend. Yeah, at boarding school, I was what? a rat. I was a rat. But I'm going to kill you. I had to save my right? own ass. Yeah, but I would never. Wasn't she banging on the door? I'm going to kill you. Yeah, she goes, I'm going to fucking kill you. 
And I was on the phone with my mom crying about being a dirty rat. Everyone's tattled once or twice. I had to tattle big time, but I had to do it to graduate high school. I want them to solely invent time travel for Big Ange. Because yeah. I think Big Ange should be allowed... The, if, if anyone should be allowed to go back in time and just live there forever, it should be Big Ange. Well, we should be allowed to go back in time to visit with Big Ange. Right, but if she should be... She needs to just live through the years of 1970 and 1988 and just on an eternal loop. And just that is her heaven. I wish they'd cryo frozen her. Wake me up when it's back. The good old days. The wise guys are back ruling the streets. My girlfriend betrayed me. My girlfriend betrayed me, the rat bastard. There's pee on the tape. There's pee on the tape. (laughs) Someone. What? (laughs) He was Sally Dog's on body. Because he was like a boat dog. My Why uncle was like a boat dog. Why did they call your uncle Sally Dogs? Your dad could have cut. He could have hurt me and he didn't. And I always love him for that. Great. could have hurt her. It's like, oh, my friend's was dad. Was she didn't... dealing drugs for? Old Sally Dogs. Old dog. Junior? Or wait, what's Karen's? Sammy the Bull. Sammy the Bull. Maybe. He's like a little bull. Wasn't that his? Like he fought in the streets. Yeah. Renee and Junior are just... <sighs> Things are getting weird at the old Graziano house. Renee's- Graziano Pagan house. <laughs> She's That's how they say it. It's pagan. not pagan. It's Pagan. She's writing in her little calendar book. And she goes, Junior. And you can t- you can see the, the stoned is coming. <laughs> <laughs> Renee. She starts stone- stoned by the time stoned. she finishes writing down something in her. They're writing out, out the PSI report, which she's filling out on his behalf, which I was like, honey, put the pen down. Yeah, don't do that on camera. Yeah. Right? Well, I think it's like, I think for parole purposes or something. Or no, she was saying it's for sentencing. Because the sentencing's coming up for whatever it was that he got in trouble for. But she's starting to feel there's a distance between her and Junior, and it's killing her. She goes, I feel like she goes, I feel like you don't even love me. He doesn't. And I'm like, Renee, he doesn't. Your gut instinct is correct, ma'am. She goes, You come into bed and you sleep so far away on the other side of the bed. And he goes, Uh, maybe it's cause you've Got a bad attitude. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you, Junior. Throw him out and... Well... Yeah, I know. But so then her whole thing... Also, I'm just like, God, Renee, this is so flawed. She's like, whatever's going on, I want to fix it before he goes away. And there's two months, so we just got to fix it and then we can move on. I'm like, you can't... like To fix a marriage, you can't like fix everything that's wrong in two months and then someone goes to prison for a while. Prison. No, it's like, it's, you got to just move on with your life. Like you're reliving this cycle over and over and over. This is babe. I'm going to need you to put the margarita down. And then you see her kind of, she starts to slur and she goes, do you promise me I have nothing to worry about? And he goes, yeah. Famous last words. Talk about a rat. Yeah. A dirty. Good editing. No good filthy rat. Drita and Big Ange at the deli could be, it could have been a reality show. Just them visiting delis across America together. I yearn. I just said together. I know. I love that. I yearn to go to the Italian market with Ange. I got this husband. She goes, I want some of these and these and these. Oh, I want them all. 
Yeah, she loves like, oh, yeah, she's, you know, I have this husband. And Drita I go- roll. And I was like, what? And Drita goes, oh, you you do? <laughs> she goes, This is yeah. incredible work on Angela's part. He the goes, secret husband. Neil. My husband Neil's a cheating, stay all night kind of drunk. He's a cheater, a sneak, a stay all night drunk. Stay out all night drunk. And Drita's legitimately like, what? What? She goes, I thought he was your boyfriend. She goes, no, he's my husband. As soon as we got married, all he wants to do is stay out all night. He is a rat bastard. He is a rat bastard. And then she says, do you know how many bills I've been paying? That's a man's job. That's a man's job. I don't believe in going Dutch. I was like fucking work. I don't believe in going Dutch. I, wanna, that's I a, bought her book recently and that's like next on my reading list after I finish the book I'm currently reading and I can't wait to see what she says about life and I will be reporting back because good. I need to, I wish that I hope that she has like dating advice in there. Probably. Yeah. We could Neil all is 38. Things. He's younger than Drita's husband. Neil. Yeah. Ramona, I don't, this part just darked me out. Renee's eating hangover ziti at a diner and it looked really depressing. Was that ziti? I thought those were like French fries with gravy. I thought those were like cheddar cheese fries. Oh, maybe. I want to go to this diner on like a rainy cold day and have a grilled cheese and tomato soup. But then I was like, God, none of these women have good relationships with their fathers. And you wonder why they ended up where they are. Carla and Joe also go on a date. This is their dance is just beginning. They're having weird. They're flirting. Yeah. Yeah. She's talking. This is exactly like I've literally been in this situation with like exes before or people that you date. And then it like you're like, well, just be friends. And then you go out and you both kind of start talking about seeing other people and you want to be supportive. But really, you're just trying to like get a feel for the other person and basically I think when you're telling when you're out with your ex and you're talking flirtily about dating you're really just subliminally telling them that you still want to fuck them yeah and they're like Carla's like really you you'd be okay with me he's like yeah I think it'd be kind of I'm like he that's turning him on to think about you with yeah, and he's trying to, like, egg you on by saying, like, yeah, I think you should and make you feel, like, sexy and confident, but also make you feel like, what? I want, I kind of want you to say no. Yeah. And then, like, then they just, and I was like, well, these two are going to fuck. Yeah. She goes, I don't know if we're going to get back together. What's going to happen? And I was like, bitch, you will. Well. Didn't they? No, they didn't. He got remarried. Oh, wow. Okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. 
I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com This shot of Renee with streaks of sunlight. She's in bed. It's very Lord Melodrama cover. Renee's in a place of Betty Bye. Wait, by the way, have you seen the... I'll send it to you after with this compilation of Lord shushing the crowd. <laughs> yes. And all the gays. I am a mesh. I'm also like, I'm like, let him sing with you. And a vocalist. (laughs) But that, this, Renee's very, that album cover where she's in bed. Mm -hmm. And she's just like completely imploding, which I, I feel terribly for her. She's having a midday bed paralysis, which I've absolutely (laughs) been there when I, in yesteryear, when I was unmedicated, I was in battling a constant state of bed paralysis. This is also midwives. This, this is, is classic midwives. This is like this is when it goes from mob wives to midwives. This is <laughs> the, the actual turning point where it does become midwives. She goes, Junior's leaving right now to go to meet with his parole officer. I'm like, honey, he's he's leaving for good. Yeah, he didn't even say bye to you. Mm-hmm. He just got in his car and drove off. And that's the last time she's ever going to see Junior. Yeah. That and he is... just straight up doesn't come home. And then it cuts. It's like hours later and she's getting out of bed and starting her day. And she finds a letter on the kitchen island from Junior. And I don't know if she's drinking a glass of ginger ale or... I think it's wine. safe to say that it's 5 p.m. and It's, four, it's 4.30. I mean, that's like the greatest... Thing about bed paralysis if you're in bed paralysis which is if you stay in bed and then you only have to and it, maybe it's winter it's great because you can get up at like four and then it's nighttime and then you can just be in nighttime mode this is very and start my year. drinking and smoking yeah my year of rest so he left Renee a letter that causes her to immediately light a cig on the stove, which you know means that it's fucking on. I was like, damn, she's going in. <laughs> when you were the... She's going in. Uh, he's turned himself in. He's been arrested and charged with armed robbery. And you find out he killed someone. Oh. Accidentally. Like shot them? It was like a mistaken... Like during a robbery gone wrong. He was Robin. He was robbing, and I think the person he was with. So this is like this is a this is why he. Like he's gone now. Well, no, I mean this is why he. Ratted. Ratted because he got his sentence reduced. But, oh my god! Yeah, armed robbery and brandishing a pistol. <laughs> Tiny there's, like, there's like action thriller music playing. Renee's also. I'm just, I'm in shock that he killed some. I guess I don't, I mean. Or someone, he, one of his associates, like he was, he, someone died while he was 
with the group of people he was with robbing like a warehouse. Oh my God. Some fucked up shit. So Renee is chiefing Newports and just like frantically calling people at the kitchen island. No one's answering. No one's answering. She can't get any answers, but it's also like he told see this is her dance is she this is her safe place is being frantic at the kitchen island oh yeah and like trying to track down her totally husband no it's he when she has a note that literally says this is where i am and this is what i'm doing and then karen comes over to renee and probably the last person you'd want to come keep you calm while you're (laughs) Karen loves this. This is Karen's also sweet spot. Oh, it's we're this is we're, we're, the theme today is people's song and dance mm-hmm. and the trauma that people repeat, and they are very comfortable when you don't re- go through recovery of any kind or go through some kind of like healing. You're fox trotting all over the place in a whole world of nighttime. <laughs> I love also. Renee, I guess, ignored Junior for two days straight because she's furious at him for having a mistress, like or that woman that yeah. keeps calling him. So like he, she's like, he never told me anything. He never told me any of this. But yeah. really, she was just like ignoring him and giving yeah. him silent treatment. So then he left this note. I was like, this is honestly what she needs to like break the cycle. Like this is the best possible outcome. Yeah, truth be told, because like he's out of her life. She can like cut the cord once and for all. And then. So I thought. Karen. She goes, Karen. She goes, I'm in financial ruin. I have no money. And then she opens her, her island cupboard and she starts pulling out Wonder Bread and peanut butter. And she goes, look, this peanut butter bread. That's all I got. That's all I got. Karen also like, what the fuck kind of laser is she doing to her skin? She looks so good. She looks amazing. How is her her skin is flawless she is it i forgot she was like an esthetician she she knows the secrets she's the worse renee gets the better karen looks she's yeah it's like she's succubus and she goes uh renee threatens suicide Mm -hmm. she says i don't want to be here i don't want to be here and karen's like okay don't do that and she goes don't let the government win (laughs) and then renee goes she goes she goes they can't break us us and renee looks at her and she goes the federal government she goes i don't blame the federal government i'm not gonna blame the government i'm not gonna blame the federal government they're just doing their jobs that line really. i love karen don't let them win don't let the government win that was like the one moment of like lucidity that renee had where she was like what are you talking about yeah that's an arizonan thing to say <laughs> that's like a you ha- got busted with your ecstasy dealership <laughs> libertarian yeah you arizona <laughs> lib the, the other i was like lib. karen come yeah. on to let them break us i love like even in moment like that's the very much i think the difference between like Staten Island and like Jersey girls versus Arizonans. Yeah. Is the level of like trust about the government. But also I love that like Renee, even in that moment, she goes, wait, what? What are you on about? Then Karen's like, okay, I got to change, change directions here. Mm -hmm. And Nicole. (laughs) Queen Nicole. Queen Nicole arrives with her ringlets to the gods 
And Renee <laughs> tries to get her shit together enough to call the prison Prigion. to see where Junior is. And the phone rings and the woman goes, hello. And Renee goes, good evening. <laughs> and I was like, don't that's, let her have this phone. That, that was like, that is like a blackout person trying to sound sober. Keep it together. Good evening. Good evening. I was like, it's downhill from here. What are you, Dracula? Yeah, and then the woman's not having a single second of it. And she goes, "They, I won't have any answers until midnight. Like, so you're just going to have to call back at midnight. And then Renee goes, ah! And she goes, ma'am, you're going to have to call back after midnight. She goes, fuck you! Go fuck yourself! And then I love going from good evening to go fuck Fuck yourself. Yeah. She goes, Nicole, you got a call now. And Nicole gets the phone. Well, Renee runs to the bathroom and pukes her singing. No, this is before. Oh, oh. So Nicole calls back immediately and she goes, Hi, I'm just really trying to get information on a man who came in. And the woman goes, Are you the same woman who called me earlier? Like, has their number yeah. right away? And she goes, No. And then AJ is. All this is going on. AJ and his girlfriend walk in. The camera like catches them walk in and they see everyone and go, oh, and like try and back out. And I was like, this is Veep vibes. It's totally Catherine and Marjorie. <laughs> he goes, Ugh. and then they're caught and he goes, what's going on? And then Renee goes, just come in here, come in here. And he goes, no, what's going on? She goes, you know, I love you, right? And he goes, oh, God. <laughs> And then he leaves immediately. And I was just like, oh my God, he knows. Tonya. That's someone who he's... Tonya, you little fish head. That's like a soldier. Mm-hmm. Then Renee throws up. Because they are getting all this information. The woman's like, oh, are you talking about Hector? And they're like, yeah. And she goes, oh, I can see him. He's fine. And then, I Renee, guess, well, and Renee then Renee's goes, like... How do they know his... Like, why do they all know him so well? And that's when you realize that he's been like in cahoots with the police. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think Renee is realizing like something. Sure, she knows that something rat, ain't right. Her rat trap is beep 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 beep. beep. So then Renee calls her cousin. <laughs> I'm obsessed with you know I love you right. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> Throwing up. She comes out of the bathroom and then she's weeping in the doorway, weeping, weeping. And she says she just wants to lay down forever and like she's ready to die. And that's when Karen comes in with her whole different approach, which is like, I'm just going to meet Renee at the exact energy level that she's at and like play into the drama. And then Karen goes, no, don't say that. Don't you dare say that. And Renee's like, Oh, I want to die. I'm never lost forever. And she goes, no, don't you dare. It's and I really... was like, this is what they needed. Renee needed this. And Karen needed this. Yeah. But it's actually really good friend strategy. Mm-hmm. Just snap someone kind of out of it. You have to, sometimes have the to friend doesn't actually want to be comforted. They just want you to engage in the same level of histrionics that they're currently engaged in. I've been on either end. So you you can take the approach of like don't let the government win. Yeah. And when that's not working, no. Just lean fully into camp. Yeah. You just melodrama. take them by the shoulders. No. And go no. full Douglas Cirque. Yeah. Don't you say that? Don't you dare say that. Don't. 
I can't listen to you say I another can't word. Bad. Hear these things. And then Renee goes, No, I want to die. I want the earth to take me home. I just, I just, I just gotta lay down. Gotta make it stop forever. No! No, I never want to hear those words coming out of your mouth. I never want to hear those words again. And Nicole is just like, Nicole's like, I've got to go. Drunk. Yeah, she's like, I've she's got a secondhand smoke headache, and I've got to get get on hit oh, the old road. The, the butterscotch candles are in overtime that night. I wrote also, Renee is truly when shit goes down, she becomes an island gal. <laughs> she literally posts up at the kitchen island and goes into full island gal mode. When you hear the sounds of the stove click, click, clicking in Renee's kitchen, you know that she's an island gal. <laughs> I was dying. She fully is- posts up in this moment. She... Later, when the gals leave and AJ's up hiding in his room, there's just one shot of her just sitting at the (laughs) island, staring straight ahead with a sag in her. That's me. (laughs) She She gets. She calls. She goes. (laughs) (laughs) Karen and Nicole left me for the rest of the night here alone. (laughs) And it's just her island gal at the. (laughs) Booking Island in the oven is in view. I'm like, what are they doing? They need to. I love also your friend just moaned for hours about how she wants to kill herself, and you engaged, but you had to go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I gotta get back to Hoboken. Okay, yeah. so it's about eight thirty. I got. I really Bad gotta go get the, dinner. Yeah. yeah, I'm going into the city. You'll be you'll be fine, right? She's like. <sighs> And she's like, okay, call me tomorrow, girl. Oh, my God. I can smell how the house smells. Like mm-hmm. a dishwasher running, a candle lit. Hasn't She hasn't eaten a thing all night. And no, too stressed. It smells like cigs and like good. It smells nice and clean, but also cigs. Cigs and like a little hint of like wine. Yeah. Like a white wine yeah. and a cigarette. Mm. It actually smells really good. I want to be in that house. Does it remind you of your youth? There's something about cigs... A house, a household that you smoke inside while also burning like Yankee candles is a very specific smell of like my. Did Angie smoke inside? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Did Both you smoke parent- in there? No, but when whenever her and my, this is like the first, the first couple houses they lived in, they smoked inside, and then they moved to like a nicer house, and there was no more smoking inside. But this. They would smoke inside, and then I was like, I want to try smoking. So whenever they would leave, I would like go find a cig and an ashtray and just light it up and smoke in my bathroom and stare at myself, but I didn't know how to inhale. So I would just kind of be like, (laughs) and just be like, hmm, this is what it's all about. This is the life. The diary of a teenage girl. I'd go steal, like found like an old bottle of wine under the kitchen sink that had like you know when wine gets bad and it has like flakes in it? Yeah. I was like, I'm going to try drinking this one. <laughs> and I would pour myself a glass of wine and go <laughs> smoke you, it. I was like tw- 13. Damn, I, mean, I was I, literally living like a Depp lifestyle in crush, secret. <laughs> I used to crush up Tylenol and snort it. Oh, I did that at boarding school. When I was alone. Snorted Benadryl. What is it? What did Tylenol... I just wanted Wellbutrin once. It didn't do anything. No, none of it did anything. And then I would crush it up with water bottle. 
and then I would with water bottle with water bottle and then I would clean it up in the sink in the basement and throw the water bottle out. Future I love being sneaky. Future addict. Love lo- like literally forecasting the Cocaine. final season of my like drinking Same. was me walking around <laughs> with wine alone <laughs> taking a bit to smoke a cigarette. Renee calls her cousin and she's Oof. trying to get info about juniors. Like he's somehow connected to the situation and she's trying to get info about how she can get junior out quicker or something. And then right <laughs> as she's on the phone with him, she goes, all of a sudden I hear my cousin and he says, quiet down, quiet down. And all of a sudden I hear the cops coming in. This is the police. She goes, there's commotion and I don't know what the commotion is. And then it's the police, and they're taking my dad away. And she goes, what? <laughs> no! She goes, please don't let them take daddy! Please! I love, what? Yeah. What? And then the, the music goes, and she goes, island gal goes running. She goes, <laughs> and then she goes, she around goes, the island. She goes, the feds are taking my dad! I'm like, they're taking my father. My father. And she goes, yes. and then she just goes. <laughs> she's still on the phone. She's this is on, all. She's her cousin <laughs> is just like God bless that cousin for allowing Renee to. He, the cousin <laughs> must have his phone like in his his pocket or something. Also, like, there's a full blown camera crew here in this moment where you're like, okay, now you need to just like. No. I also am like, this person's alone. Like, you're acting like this person is just alone in their house while all this is happening and not being filmed by their sister. Also, this her son and AJ and his girlfriend are upstairs. They're like watching like step step brothers on a portable DVD player. They've just, turned the volume hearing... up like all the way and every once in a while they hear Renee moan that she wants to kill herself. Or just or <sighs> just going <laughs> and then devolving into <laughs> the screaming. What? I literally just wrote holy shit. <laughs> it's a true <gasps> This is Quite honestly, the performance of a lifetime. Academy Award. This is Academy Award. No, this is Indie Spirit Award. Yeah. Like, Kreisha. Mm-hmm. This is Kreisha. Yeah, it's too raw and too real for the Academy. This is the John Cassavetes Award. This is honestly... <laughs> you just hear every once in a while, AJ just hears this. I wanna die! And then you hear Karen going, Don't you dare say that! Never say that! Do you think AJ's is like my mom is? He's like she's at it again. He he is the originator of she's starting. Yeah, because Renee was never not starting. And when you live in a house that's just like constant turmoil like that, you can tell the from the second that you go, oh god, because you know I love you, right? And you go. I gotta go. And then you need to retreat for like the next three to four hours while everything plays out. And then it's safe to like come back down. Until you hear her bedroom door close. Mm -hmm. And then, and she quits like Ah! sobbing in her bed and passes out. And then, and only then, is it safe to like go down to the kitchen to have a cookie? Yeah, because you haven't eaten anything. Yeah. (laughs) I'm upset. Like, oh my God. It truly, it is sad. It was shocking. It was it's really, it's really sad, sad, but it's also like. And the lifestyle. It's I mean, camp. It is camp. 
she says this lifestyle gets you nowhere like ever and you see it with these with the wives the show deserved a peabody these these women these women bring it are they bringing they're rebooting midwives right i hope so midwives Patrita's not gonna be in it <gasps> why she just had to move on with her life yeah. she's too busy on instagram <laughs> she's making comedy on instagram Wait, also, Drita and Carla went speed dating. Oh, sorry, yeah. No, no, it's fine. They went to what they thought was speed dating, but really it was like a chance for them, for people to meet firefighters from all over America. Like hot calendar firefighters, who, by the way, are all like, had incredible bodies, but they're Oh, yeah, they're all smoking, but... But they're all like married. And they live in like... Alaska. Yeah, or like South Carolina. (laughs) So I'm like, what the fuck? Drita's like, I hate this. Mm -hmm. She goes... What? I can't date a man with an alarm clock. They all do, do normal lives. They have alarm clocks. I love that's her bot. That's her absolute non-negotiable. Yeah, you can't have an alarm clock. You got an alarm clock? They don't got blackout shades. They don't got blood. They get up. They go shower. They go to a place called that's so work fucked. from nine to five. That's they have a. They set their alarm clock every day. That's us podcasting. That is actually that's the podcaster me. life. I can't like, and I do actually use my alarm clock on my phone, but what? I relate. What? I don't know anyone really living a normal life. Not in LA. No. Well, guys, we're getting down to the wire of Mibwabs season one. Mibwabs. Mibwabs. I just Mibwabs. Guys, I want these women to win. I want these women to win, but I also want people. I ask, I beg, I pray that people in Detroit, Detroit, Minneapolis, Minneapolis Denver, Denver, Philly, Philly, buy tickets to our amazing shows coming up in June. Denver, Colorado, June second at the Bluebird Theater. Minneapolis, Minnesota, June 4th at the Cedar Cultural Center. Detroit, Michigan, June 5th at the Majestic Theater. Oh! And Philadelphia, June 7th back at City Winery. City Winery, part You Guys, sh- all the tickets are on sale now. I post links on every podcast description. I'll post them on the Patreon too so we'll you start, guys don't miss out. We'll start posting on our stories, like links, places you can get. I'm going to do a full like... A full like push, a, a push. Yeah, I guess now's the time to get like into self promotion about these shows. But we we really have some good stuff in store. We're gonna have fun with you guys. You never know, maybe a special guest. I know it's gonna be a really fun time. So come on in. What is what I say when I get the ticket reports? My father! My father! They're taking my daddy! Don't you dare say that! Don't trust. Don't let the government. Don't I let love, the government Don't break let the us. government win. Don't let them break us. Well, I'm not gonna blame the fucking government. <laughs> They're just doing their jobs. <laughs> Renee, lucid queen. Wish Renee well. We always. I want her to win so bad. We love Renee. We love. We stand. Tony attacked me during this recording because it's a little spiteful. He needs his dinner. Bye bye. Bye. Editing services provided by Friend of the Pod Productions.